Yo, this is Mo Rama, and you're listening to the Duke Khan Show. Yo, check it out. No, we're live. I don't man. even know why I'm here. How'd what you guys- do you mean? <laughs> I'll tell you why you're I really, here. I, I, I absolutely don't know why okay, I'm here. Okay, that's amazing. You know what? I love that you have no idea. What? Because I, I swear to God. Well, I swear to God, I don't know why I'm here. I think Mino was just like, hey, I don't think anyone like of you follow me on Instagram. I do. I don't even, I only have like a 1,000 followers anyway. So I'm not like. I'm one of them. I've been following you for quite a while. Damn, and son. Really? Yeah. yeah. And to be quite honest, I, I saw your story and what you're dealing with. And I'm like, yo, this dude's amazing. How do I, how do people not know him? And how come we've never had him on the show before? I was like, okay, we got to have nice, him. I think you should say him. that again while you're recording. We, we are, are recording. recording. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah. so welcome. Welcome, Mo Rahma. <laughs> welcome to the Dukan Show, my guy. So this is the show where we chill and talk about whatever it is. First off, the fact that you're a sneakerhead and you walked in University Blues, I'm like, mm, we could be friends. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing University Blues yeah, right now. They look right? very nice. They're, so for the non-sneakerheads, Google it. They're, yeah, they're crisp on the toe too. They don't so have kept them. So, I love, yeah, yeah. so I love blue. Blue is my favorite color. So I have Jordan. I have all Jordans from one to 12. All in blue, right? All in blue. Well so played. Hell yeah, boy. Done. So then those shoes, I actually went and I like, I asked everybody to go into the draw for me to win it. Yeah. I didn't win it. So I bought it resale for 1500 No. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now, I'm, after this, we all, I'm going to give you my contacts. We're going to fix this for you. <laughs> oh, dude. Let's go. <laughs> I got let's you. Go. We're going we're gonna to fix this, bro. Let's don't go. even worry about OT it. OT making big promises on the cash yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Let's what do you go. think Publicly. of this, Jackie? I should have been here earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should have just come on the show earlier. Really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I should have been here earlier, bro. <laughs> all right. So, I, I wanted to give you the opportunity to share your story with the world. I mean… Um, I, I don't know, when you walked in, you might have heard like, I'm post-transplant. I've had two kidney transplants and dealt with a lot of health issues, you know, as part of that, comas, lungs crashing, incubators, ICUs. I'm so familiar. Um, I was actually reading a book by this lady. Her name is Suleika Jawad, who is a, a cancer survivor. And in the book, she said, I speak fluent medicalese, uh, right? I'm like, Actually, yeah, exactly. Like I know the medical terminology because it's been my whole life has been around it. Um, I felt like to some degree you had some experiences, and I wanted the world to hear it. Like I wanted to share your story as much nice. as possible. Uh, I think hospital is my second home. I think like the other day my dad was telling me like I think I go to the hospital more than I go anywhere else in the world. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. I've had a condition since I was 18 years old and I've had 11 surgeries, five wow. comas. Wow. Um, <laughs> he's got you beat, OG. He's got me beat. We're not only in common about like, like sneakers heads, but also going to the hospitals. Yeah. yeah. I think like my next visit, I actually can do my own surgery. <laughs> yeah, he's Go straight like, up. I got this. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went, the other day, I went for a surgery and I still remember I had like my knee, I had like a knee operation. When was it like, I think, Two months ago. Okay. I go into the surgery room and then doctor goes like, I was just like excited talking to everybody. I was like talking to the nurses. I was like super happy. Doctor was like, do you know why you're here? I was like, yeah, for a surgery. 
It's like, you look super happy for a surgery. (laughs) I'm like, I'm used to this, bro. Yeah. (laughs) This is my life now. I totally get it. Dude, it's like when… So I met Reem right before my second surgery. Like two months before it. Right? And as soon as like… It was funny because like we're getting to know each other and we're chatting. I was like, yeah, I'm going to the surgery. But don't worry, it'll be fine. (laughs) And then after I came out, I just woke up in the ICU. And my first question was like, where's my laptop? Because at the time, I made a deal with Reem. Because back then, she had partners that she… Uh, they had sound studios. And I was like, oh my god, I could record the can show there, right? I think you should record when you're like… <laughs> yeah. Before, you get, a, before yeah, yeah. you get your morphine, bro. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. so I was like… And we made a deal where I was like, I'm going to help them with like strategy work for their business. And in return, I got to use their sound studios <laughs> for free. So I come out of surgery. And I'm like, you guys, where's my laptop? <laughs> I need my laptop right now. Because like, I promise that I'm going to get this done. And I need to get working. Yeah, but we didn't put a de- <laughs> you put a deadline on you, and we didn't. We knew yeah. you were in surgery. You put yeah. a deadline like, on Reem you. We didn't ask for it, but it's just by then you're so used to it. Yeah, yeah. And you're kind of like, I gotta keep going. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, a month ago when I went for my usual checkups, and I'm at the lab, and I always chat with you know the uh, the lab techs who are gonna take blood or or whatever. And as I'm sitting there, I'm on my phone, and then I chat with her for a little bit. I was like, actually, no, don't do it here. This is actually a little bit better. So if you <laughs> tighten it, if you tighten the strap a little bit, I can show you actually where because I can do it myself. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, just, go, just go. give it to me. Just, <laughs> give it to me. Just, like, yeah, just, just give me the syringe. Yeah. Where do you need the blood? I'll, I'll fill the vials up for you. Wait, so can I ask, what condition do you have? Because you said you were born with a condition. What well, is it? Well, so before I say this, like, I know we're joking around about like, about like getting surgeries and. Yeah, being sick and all those things. And I know a lot of people struggle through it because yeah. it's not as easy as I know a lot of people, I know a lot of friends that actually go through surgeries and then after that, they stop living life. They actually yeah. like stop uh, doing what they used to love, right? Like for example, like if you play football and then all of a sudden you get injured and then I'll have, I, I really do have a lot of friends that actually come out of surgery saying like, you know what? I'm not playing football anymore. This was yeah. too much. This is yeah. ridiculous. So fair play to you, bro. This is insane. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy. You it's guys not, are champions. Me too, man. You're, he's a champion. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but you're, I think like you, you surf, you do water sports, you do all I kinds do everything. Of um, I, 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 so we'll go first back to, yeah, there's so many questions, questions right now. Sorry. Let's this do it one by bad. one. Let's do this. Um, so I have something called Crohn's disease. Crohn's, um, okay. It came in at the age of 18. Um, I start, I used to play football since I was eight years old. Um, I, my whole life was, I want to play for the national team. I wanted to play in the World Cup. I wanted to play a professional football player. I used to play for the Dubai Football Club since I was eight years old. At the age of 18, uh, and I still remember till now, I used to go to training and then I was like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. I had like diarrhea, I need to go to the bathroom. So I used to go to the bathroom and then it just reoccurred. So like in the middle of the training, two hours training, I would go to the bathroom four times. Oh. And my coach goes like, are you okay? I was like, oh, I think I ate something wrong. First day, second day, one week, one month. <laughs> you like, let it go for a month. Wow. Um, yeah, because I don't know. It's a cultural thing or it's me. I don't like to talk about it. I don't mm. want to tell my parents. I don't want yeah. anyone to know. It was very like… It was like… And it's like… Diarrhea is like so… It's like, embarrassing. It's yeah. Yes. yeah. So then the coach goes like… Habibi, there's something wrong with you. Bro. <laughs> this is not normal. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what did you eat? Like, even if you ate Indian food, it's going to be one week. Yeah. Ah, but then, so, then I spoke to my, my dad and we went to the hospital and then like, all this like, different medication. It took like two months, three months. They didn't recognize what it was. It was getting worse. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah. 
then we went to the, and like I went to like four doctors. The fifth doctor says like, hey, listen, I think you have something. You have like autoimmune disease. It's either going to be ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. Okay. So then I started taking medication. Um, I took medication for six months. It didn't work. Football club came to me, said, listen, Habibi, we have a professional contract with you. Yeah. You cannot just, like, I, I still remember to now, man. I used to play football in the middle of the game. I would go like, Haha. I gotta go. I gotta go. Wow. Yeah. This, is, this is not working. And then he's like, we have a contract with you. You cannot play for five minutes. That's it, done. Yeah, you choose. We're going to give you one year to get better. If you don't get better, we need to rediscuss your contract. I didn't get better in one year. I lost my contract. That's so tough. Yeah. At that time, I made it to the national team. I made, I, I, I reached my dream. This is like, since I've been training all my life, since I was eight years old to 18, 19 at that time, I, I reached everything and then all of a sudden, everything is gone. The clubs come to me, sit with me, say like, that's it, bro. Cancel wow. your contract. Dang. Got out, kicked out of the national team. So it was not easy. It was, it was super tough. I was like 19 years old, struggling. Uh, I went through depression, two years. I had to like, Figure it out, come out of it. And I listened to every single motivational speakers I can ever listen to. I did everything to get out of it. Nothing, mm. nothing worked. I tried so many different things. And then three years later, I came out of it. Uh, I started rugby. I was still sick. I was still like, my, it was flare up. I would go to the bathroom 25 to 30 times a day. 25 to 30 times wow. a day. Uncontrollable. So if I have to go to the bathroom, I only have literally three minutes. You gotta maximum. go. I gotta go. That's it. Oh That's no. It. Yes. So you, it was really stopping your life from, yeah. from everything. I don't know if we can like talk disgusting well, shit. You can say show. whatever you want. Whatever you I want. would go from my house. I, used, I live in Rashidiya. Yeah. And I used to go to Dwayne Men's College uh, in uh, University City. Mm-hmm. I would go, I would drive 10 minutes and then an accident happens in the car. I have to go back home, change, go back. It would happen three times before I actually make it back to university. Oh back my god! To make it to your classes. So then what I would do is like, I would go to Google map and then look at where the… Bathrooms are. Gas stations are. Yeah. yeah. So instead of going like for like 20 minutes drive, I'd go 45 minutes drive. Just like going through the route that has like the most… Bathroom. Gas stations. Yeah. yeah. Made it work. Played rugby. I I figured out rugby. Came out of depression, and then, man, life doesn't like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I went through, played rugby. I made it again. I like built myself. Started rugby association. Played in the World Cup for rugby. You played uh, in the World Cup done. for rugby yes, with Crohn's in 2000, disease in 2008. Oh my god! So rugby. So the good thing about rugby was I liked rugby because it was rolling sub. So, so you were always can, in and yes. out. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Perfect. That's <laughs> my sport. He found the this sport that worked yeah. for him. So because when you go to the bathroom a lot, you don't actually have all the nutrition you get in your body. Yeah. You yeah. don't get anything. And at this time, my Crohn's disease got to the level where like, that's it. Like, what the hell? I used to get like injections. I used to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. I was like two hours in the hospital once a month. Like IV injections. And my body was depleted. I was tired. I always feel fatigued. Yeah. I was tired. Of course. Because what you're eating is not staying in. No, exactly. Yeah. So then my body was super like weak. And I remember we played the World Cup. And then I had nothing to do. Nobody touched me. Nothing. I just got the ball. I didn't even have the ball actually. I just like turned around and bam. My whole knee shattered. No way. Yeah. ACL, cartilage, broke the bone. Went to the hospital. The hospital goes like, that's it, Habibi. You know, I'm playing football anymore. This is it. This is your… That's it. They're done. You're, you don't know where you're going to recover. Because for me to 
do physiotherapy or like do any exercise, it will take two years for me to heal. Oh my By then, gosh. my muscle would be dead. Atrophied. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. This was, I was like, at that time, I was 24. So I was like, that's it, done. Like, the only thing I love in life is football sports and this is gone. And that was it. That was like, that's and it, And at such a tough age because growing up with any medical conditions, any health issues that impacts your life in every way, when it, when it happens at that age, there's this conflict that you have to come to terms with yeah. that you're not normal. Mm. You'll never be normal. Mm. You're not like the other kids. You can't live life, quote unquote, the way other yeah. people are, you know, enjoying the college life or high school and uh, having fun and playing yeah. sports and all that is yes. stopped. And it forces you to acknowledge that you'll never be like them. Right. Like, even the small things in life, right? Even yeah. the small things in life. I swear to God, until now, I remember, I couldn't go for a walk. I couldn't go yeah. for a run marathon. I couldn't go for a bike ride. <laughs> Notice how he was like, I can't go for a walk. I can't run a marathon. <laughs> I don't see those as normal things in life. Well, for me, they are not. <laughs> and, and, and I couldn't even grab, like, for example, like the other day we went to, for example, like, um, for my 20th birthday, I'm still, I, I think I'm old, but I'm still a kid in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for my 20th birthday, I... Th- I thought it was going to be a fun idea to actually go to Disneyland in Orlando. How did you make it on the plane? I couldn't eat for… I didn't eat for two days. Right. I couldn't drink… Co- like my friends would have coffee and walk around. I couldn't do it. Right. Because mm. I know… As soon as you did. Yeah, done. So even those small things, it would have been like… It's it's a lot to consider. Everything has a consideration. Yeah. Like um, a, yeah. something you like, have to check off. For an average person, it's just… Yeah, let's grab coffee. But for you, like, no, no, you kind of I need to have a checklist and, and a planning. Do, if I have a system. coffee, I need to sit at home. There's yeah. no way I go out. No, yeah. it's impossible. <laughs> He's yeah. like, no. That's <laughs> the whole checklist. Yeah. yeah. So then I then I play and then I got the injured. And then I went again to depression. And I was like, you know what? That's it. Like I've I've done everything. I've tried. And I tr- I, I give everything to life. I give 100% relationship, work, mm. sports, everything. Yeah. When I play sports, I play, play sports. I train right. like in the morning, go to work, I train after work, go to the gym, yeah, go to sleep, done, 100%. I give everything. So when this happens, dude. It takes you oh out God. if oh. you feel knocked out. Yeah. If you feel like… Why? I need to reset again. Yeah. yeah. Go back from ground zero and it's not easy. So again, at this time, I learned from the first set down, right? Like Because I would go to like… I would go to like big like motivational speaking for me to get better, but I would go with a different mindset, right? I would go looking for someone to tell me, hey, Mo, do one, two, three, you'll be fine. They yeah. want, you wanted the road Nobody map. told me. No. Nobody no says it. I pay a lot of money to go <laughs> see these people. Nobody yeah. told me. But then I learned. But then I learned these people tell a story to give you hope. Yeah. They don't tell you what to do. You need to figure out what works for you. So this is where I did. Like, you know what? This is it. And then I tried everything in life. I tried what works for me. And then again, like when I when I when I'm gonna talking on this podcast, uh, podcast, I'm gonna be talking about what worked for me. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking about scientific or whatever happened for me. What it worked? Yeah, yeah. I've tried everything in life. I've tried everything for me to get out of it. Sport or learning something new. It was the only way for my mind to go like. I'm free. I'm free. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like so, my mind and like sport. Something kind of like lights yeah. up in your head yes. and you're all in. It's okay. like here. Yeah. So now guess how many sports did I play to get me out of bad time in life? How many? How many? 42 different sports. <laughs> <He counted. laughs> and wait, so that happened when you were 24 and how old are you now? No, 34. And now so you're 34. In 10 so years. So in 10 years, you played 42 different 42 sports. 42 different sports. <laughs> That's four new sports a year. More than That's four new amazing. sports. Then, yeah. And then out of surgery, um, 
doctor said like, hey, listen, you can't play anymore. And I remember like one of a friend of mine um, said like, hey, listen, there's a new doctor. He's like a new physiotherapist. What he can do is actually like trains in the water. Mm. This is where I found surfing. And in two years, I saw people surfing and I was like, oh, I want to try this. Yeah. I tried surfing and I enjoyed it. I was like, you know what? I'm in the water and go to the bathroom. It's great. It's so convenient. Done. Done and done. It's fun. It like clears my mind. It was like a meditative for me. Anytime I'm in the water, I wouldn't cry. Because at this time, I would be like in a worst case. Like so many things happened in that one week. Yeah. When my knee got injured, I had like so many other things. I like lost two of my favorite people. And like that's Mm. it done, right? So I was in a really bad state. So the only time I wouldn't cry was in the water. So then I was like, you know what? That's it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. I love sport. I love the water. Happy days. That's why I like blue color. Yeah, I can see <laughs> that now. Yeah. <laughs> so then I would spend eight hours a day surfing. Mashallah. I got good at it. It's amazing. And then I qualified. I played. Went to the, I qualified for the World Cup. You qualified. <laughs> He qualifies for all I love how he's like, yeah, and then I qualified for the World Cup. Like, <laughs> like, but but, but can, can we just acknowledge that? Because the discipline to surf… Your discipline eight is… Eight hours a day. Yes. Right? And also… And have a full-time job. Have, a, have full-time a full-time job. job. Pick up a new sport at 24. You weren't surfing when, since you were a kid. No, no, no. You picked it up at that age. To qualify to the World Cup… That's unreal. That's insane. That's and discipline. And he had a torn knee. Like With his a busted knee, was knee busted. surgeries. And, and I go to the mashallah. bathroom 30 times a day. So you can calculate five, <laughs> like five minutes, 30 times. That's like almost like half a day. Yeah, wow. and you're in the ocean anyway. So. Wow. And then… <laughs> yeah, I got you. And then… Qualified for the, qualified for the World Cup. Uh, I started doing the WQS. Um, What's that? So the World Qualification Series. So okay. you, so basically what you need to do, so the top 25 in the world, they, they compete in the Association of Professional Surfers, so the main league mm. of surfing. So I wanted to qualify there. Okay. Best I got was 75 in the world. Well and then, wow. And then, yeah. <laughs> what? Pretty good. For somebody, I picked up a sport in 24. Wait, wait a 75th minute. 75th in the world. So how long did it take you to, from the day you picked up surfing, to become seven, 75th in the world? Eight years. It took you eight years. Inshallah. Okay, so that's 10,000 hours. Yeah, <laughs> like, you've done your 10,000 10, hours. 10, yeah. That's amazing. At that's eight hours amazing. a day. At eight hours a day. Wow. It doesn't, it doesn't finish here. Oh. It, didn't, it didn't end here. I, I love where this is So you, going. yeah. So, okay. It's Go not, ahead, it's not, please. It's not, even, it's not even 1%. Sorry, we <laughs> interrupted you. Yeah. Go ahead. And then, and then um, Olympics and then surfing got uh, introduced in the Olympics. So this year was the first year, well, 20, well. Was that Rio? Correct. Yeah. No, J- no Japan, Japan. Tokyo. Oh, this Tokyo. year. So okay. Tokyo was the first year that they include surfing in the Olympics. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for it. This is it. This is my chance to be the first Olympic surfing. So then I trained. I took a big loan out of… And then I started like training, spending money, getting good coaches, high performance. Sorry, just because I think some people don't know… Um, what does it take? What are you? What did you take a loan out for? Like, what are you paying for when you're yeah. training for the Olympics? Traveling, coaches, nutrition, sports science, sports psychologist, uh, high performance training, uh, personal trainers. 
Okay, so it's wow. basically your Building team, a team that's basically. going to get you to where yeah. you need to go. Yeah. And all of these people knew how to deal with your Crohn's disease? Correct. Wow, okay. Absolutely. How did you find these people? Yeah. Were they, <laughs> they're not here, from here, were they? Did no. you? Uh, yeah. You went so. on okay. Facebook and you found them. <laughs> okay. I am the Hey, can you help me out, please? Hey. I actually went to Tinder. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> and for the guys, right I was swiped, Right swiped, right yeah. swiped. I mean, okay. hey, I get it. And then, qualified for the Olympics. You qualify. Well done. I'm rooting for Mashallah. you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Qualify for the Olympics. And then in 2019, um, so I have to go for colonoscopy once a year mm-hmm. just to make sure like how it is, is under control. At this time, I was still not under control. I would be going to the bathroom from 20, 25 times a day. It was still super flared up. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the first time ever it happened to me. So I go to the hospital, they do like colonoscopy. And then the next day, the doctor calls me, he's like, you need to come back again. Oh, no. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> He's like, hey, you need to come back again. I was like, what? He's like, oh, I think we saw something strange in your… Colonoscopy. In your colonoscopy. Yeah. And then he said, like, oh, we will send your biopsy to a US. And then they have advised that we need to do another colonoscopy. But this time we need to spray and look other places and stuff like this. So I was like, all right, cool. So I go back in there. And then this was in November 2019. Okay. Go for colonoscopy. A week later, after they send the biopsy, they say like you have something called, um, like a like what's it called? Um, how are they called? Um, high dis- like low dysplasia in your cancer. We found the low dysplasia in cancer in like was like ten places. So I was like, where's low dysplasia? So mm-hmm. they like so basically stage of cancer starts with low dysplasia, goes to high dysplasia, and then it goes stage one of cancer. Oh, so it's like mm-hmm. pre-cancer. Mm. And then I was like, no. This is so annoying. This is 2019, November. I'm competing in the Olympics in July 2020. This is it. This is like, it, it, I, I can see it again. I can see the whole saga the cycle again. again. Yeah. Cycle goes again. I was like, And then in January, no, in November, and then we got some medication, medication, medication. And then in March, we do another colonoscopy. The low dysplasia moved to high dysplasia. No. Yes. Ugh. And then there's different places with low dysplasia. So the doctor comes to me and says, like, hey, listen, it's spreading. We cannot fix it. You have two options. One is you go so chemotherapy. Two, we do a surgery, remove your colon and replace it with like a yostomy bag. So just for people who yeah. may not know, this is a bag that sits outside, outside. of your body. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it functions like your colon or, yeah? Well, it does not function as your colon. So basically what a colon does to your body is this, right? So like when you eat food, your blood, your your like stomach actually like digest the food, take the nutrient, and then all the waste goes to the colon. So the colon gives you twenty percent of your water intake. Okay. Mm. And then it solids your waste, and then that's it. So that's what the what, what this is what the colon does. When you do all your stomach bag, what they do is like they remove the whole colon. So once your body actually absorbs the food, then the waste goes straight out to the what to the bag. So the so it doesn't sit in your colon; it, it goes, it to, goes the bag. to the bag. Correct. Okay, and so. You decided to do that? So the doctor said, and then the U.S. came and said like, hey, listen, the way your cancer is growing, is growing in a rapid speed. Mm. It's, we, there's no way we can, rec- like even if we do chemotherapy, it's not going to stop. It's going to actually spread outside the colon. Oof. When mm. you hear this, when you hear, okay, yeah. but it's been eight years. Man's been surfing. <laughs> your knees kind of back together. You found sport again. Two depressions, blah, blah, blah. When you hear... It's spreading fast. What happens in your head and in your body? 
At this time, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a good place. I've learned how to live life. I've, sport helped me so much. Sport, and in in this during the whole time, I've already had ten, like nine surgeries yeah. from like playing sport. I was yeah. in a coma for five days. I hit the reef from Fiji. <laughs> woke wait, up in New wait, Zealand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wait, sorry. I'm sorry. You you hit the reef in Fiji. Woke up in New Zealand, and you're in a coma for five days. You gotta explain each one of these. <laughs> these are these are things, man. Yeah, I think we need to record for like six hours. It's then. fine. Yeah. This is the Dukan show. Exactly. We have time. So we so we're competing. We're like we're surfing in Fiji, and at this time I used to live in Australia. Um, I used to work for Etihad and I was a country manager in Australia. So I was like, you know what? Fiji, one of my favorite countries to go surfing, good waves. So I go Fiji. Um, I was in a most beautiful barrel I can ever imagine. I hit the reef. Oh my, no. My board hits the reef. I like hit, like bump first, like head first into the reef. And then I, w- I remember waking up in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was in New Zealand. Um, oh my goodness. It's they funny, me, like Fiji, Fiji, it is funny. Fiji, Fiji, Fiji doesn't have like a proper hospital to take care of me. So I woke so up in have, New Zealand. Mm. And the worst thing happened is the doctor comes in and he's like, so I wake up. The doctor goes like, how are you feeling? And I was like still dizzy. Last thing I remember, I was in a barrel. He's like, where are you? I was like in Fiji. He's like, you're in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, I freaked the fuck. Oh, I take all the wires. I was like, what? Oh, I you had like a freak out. You saw. I was worst. I was like, I need to tell my parents. He's like, your phone, everything is in Fiji. It's like, oh. <laughs> your phone's like, in wow. Fiji. <laughs> work. I don't know what happened with work. I used to like, oh job. my yeah. God. It was just a shit show. It was nuts. So you you were in a coma for five days. Yes. Wow. Because of that accident. Do you you don't remember anything from the coma? I always ask people who've yeah. been in a coma like, do you remember anything? No. Last thing I remember, sitting in a barrel. I don't okay. even remember the accident. I don't remember like wobbling on the board. Nothing. Nothing. My friends comes into the my 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 friends come into the ER. I was like, wow, bro, you should have seen what happened. <laughs> I was like, what happened? He's like, oh, shit, bro. And that was it. Wow. Okay, so back Back. to them telling you that you have high dysplasia and low dysplasia in some places. So that means the cancer is spreading. It's going to stage one fast. Yes. What do you decide? That time was COVID. It was like full throttle COVID. Um, Everything was shut down. Mm -hmm. Then I hear Olympics might be postponed. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. I think this is like the first time ever life is giving me like hope. I go for it. I go for the surgery. In July 2020, go for a surgery, remove my whole colon, everything is done. Um, when I did the surgery before, because for me at this time, I was like, all right, cool, this is, has to be done, right? Yeah. I will deal with it later on. I've dealt with like so many like set downs. I, I can yeah, get myself out yeah. of depression now. Yeah. I'm done. Like I can do this. Come out of surgery, I see the bag hanging outside. Mobility was like super low. Then I was like, Oof. This is gonna be tough, yeah. yeah. Um, I still remember until today. I got wake up from the hospital, so it was, like, it was like end of July, beginning of August. I wake up in the hospital. Took me like a month to recover, walking, and then I had yeah. to do a lot of thoughts, a lot, a lot of thinking. So I was like, "All right, cool. I need to snap out of it. I need to do something big for me yeah. to prove to myself I can go back to normal. I can do what I used to love, sports." <laughs> I don't know whether it was a good idea or bad, but like, if you're listening, don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went down. So, you know, the Dubai Fitness Challenge yes. yeah. that they do end of like… Was it end of it's October usually end November. of October. October, beginning of November. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just came out of a huge surgery in August, like nine-hour surgery. Oh, the surgery was in August. 
Okay, so yeah. you've only had a couple of months. Yes. Yeah. Like, six <laughs> yeah, like six weeks. Like <laughs> six weekends. Six weekends. Yeah. And it was a big surgery, eight-hour surgery. I was like in the bits coming out. I was like, you know what? It is like 30 day, like 30 minutes for 30 days. So it's like 30, 30, Dubai sports. Yeah, round. yeah, yeah. So I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do 30 sports in 30 days. So every day I'm going to play a different sports. I'm going to put my back to the test. I did it. I did. You put your bag to the test. Oh, dude. Oh, my goodness. People were telling me like, oh, I don't think you can co-op with the bag. I think the bag couldn't co-op with me. My bag… <laughs> <laughs> I think my bag was like, who is this guy? What are you doing to me? The bag broke like three times. But then I kept like learning, figuring it out. And now I live normal life. I've well tried done. sports. Okay. Well done. First of all, you will never well have done. a normal life. <laughs> Not, normal <laughs> lives don't qualify for world championships yeah, no, no. when they decide to no. play the sport. Normal life means having a day job where you sit and do nothing and go home and like this sort of sedentary life. No, yeah, you're no. never, you're not, <laughs> you're, not you're born normal. to do great things. Yeah, you're yeah. not created to have a normal life whatsoever, my friend. Which is so sure. dope. Which is so dope. Yeah. Because it's like, your discipline is what saves you. Your love for sport is what saved you. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would have the strength. I think I'm pretty strong mentally, but I think you are like, you know, when you see a sensei, yeah. you're like, bro. <laughs> Mashallah. I, I am so impressed. And like, so where are you now? Like, because obviously you're not in Tokyo. So, uh, <laughs> so, well, so well, what happened? So with this surgery, right? And I figured out that is like, it makes you tired. It's like, um, how do you explain it? I'm always tired. I'm always fatigued. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, um, it's like, it's like when you know when you are always sick. Yeah. And you yeah. can never like go to sleep. You every day wake up tired. You feel like you've never had enough sleep. Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been feeling time. like this all my life. Oh, like yeah. the whole time since I had the surgery. So I feel like super fatigued, super tired. But I was like, it's fine. I want to go to the Olympics. We're gonna do this. I have a full-time job. I wake up every day morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, train for two hours, go to work eight hours, finish work, go training again for two hours. Uh, this is why you're tired, by the way. <laughs> you're like, That's I wonder why I'm so tired. <laughs> this is point. why you're tired. Yeah. It's not the bag, bro. It's you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of it this way. Yeah. And then a month, end of Ramadan, mm. I still remember. Um, or training, pushing my boundaries, trying a new trick. Um, and I land wrong and I snap my ligaments again. I like tore the same, my… The same knee? <laughs> the second knee. I the think the knee. other knee got jealous. You're like, why, 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 <laughs> why so much love? Why so much love? <laughs> yeah. And I tore both meniscus, cartilage. Oh uh, no. So I went, I went to the doctor and I was like, hey, listen, can I compete? And then the doctor goes to me, he's like… There's too many. It's like if one ligament was torn, we can give you injections. We can give you, you like. You can make it. Then yeah. you can make it, and then we can do the surgery after. But now it's very difficult. So it's very hard. He's like, I don't think you can make it. He's like, I was like, because first of all, I don't want to go to the Olympics just to look nice. I don't look nice. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, if I go, I'm going to win. There's, there's, I'm going to push my boundaries. I'm if, with you on yeah, that. I'm with there's you no on need. that. Yeah. There's no need. Because all my friends were like, just go. No. Like, no. No. No, no. You, you, you go didn't win go to lose. Yes. Exactly. You didn't go to lose. So I do surgery. And then two months two months ago. So after… Like I did my surgery literally two days before I eat for Ramadan. And my mom was like, what are you doing? You do it after I eat. I was like, no, no, no. Those two there's, days there's makes the a Olympics. big difference. There's, there's time yeah. on trail racing. I <laughs> yeah. know exactly where you come from. Yeah. I was like, those two days makes a huge difference in my physiotherapy. It's a race. Yeah. There's a race. I did my surgery. Thanks to Dr. Herb. He's a legend doctor. Shout out Dr. Herb. Yeah, legend. An amazing doctor. Did the surgery. Um, 
I went to physiotherapy one day. My insurance ran out. My insurance was like, no way, we cannot pay anymore. You're done. So then it slowed down my physiotherapy. Oh, no. I was doing it alone. I was like, I have a really good friends. I have like, I used to go to the physio so many times. So they are good friends of mine. So they tell me what to do over Instagram. I was like, I'll oh, do this, do this. Oh, that's good. Okay, okay, Shout out good. To them. So I would train four hours a day, two hours before work, two hours after work, try to get back. Uh, I couldn't make it on time. I tried to go surfing. Yeah. I went to Spain a week before, the Olymp- before like me supposed to go to the Olympics. So the beginning of July and I couldn't. My mm. leg was not ready. So I was like, Give it a miss. I'm going again for Paris 2024. We're so, with you. We we're go. we're Yo, gonna be in the stands cheering for you. you don't understand. I'm Bro, booking my tickets. I'm gonna then. book my ticket to see you compete. No joke. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I don't want to go to Paris, but I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> Paris. I, this is no, but I'll go. <laughs> you know what? You should actually document the road to Paris over the next four years, whether it's your training. I know you have your podcast as well. Like just documenting this road to Paris, and we are with you. We every are with step you. We'll be there. You, you no be joke. there. We'll be there. One hundred percent. So what? What I'm doing is something bigger than the Olympics, right? So what I want to do next? I don't know. My mom calls me crazy. I think my mom keeps telling me like, if she dies, it's gonna be from me giving her high attack. <laughs> Man, shout out to your mom. <laughs> Honestly, Yo, she made a champion, bro. For real, know. she has no idea. Like so she birthed the champion. I want to break Asian record and. Arabs record for for surfing the biggest wave between the Arabs. So I want to make a documentary showing me getting ready and training. Uh, like a documentary is going to be like taking someone from a non-surfing country or from the desert to surf big waves. Nice. So I'm planning to go 75 plus. And I've done 45. Nazareth, Portugal. Mm. I've done, Portugal. I've done 45. Okay. Now I want to push my limits, go 75. But I want to show the whole process of how do you train. If you want to put your mindset to something. It's like… It is well, it's something that you have to have inside you. Like it's like a passion. Yeah. It's like that like ooh, feeling, right? Um, That's what I mean. Like, You'll never be normal. <laughs> Do you have a, a film crew with you or not yet? I don't have anything. And like it's like okay. this is like a normal life, right? Like I don't have it. What for me? What I do is this. I never put thing in my mind. I don't think of like because what happens is if I start thinking, saying like. I don't have film crew. I, no, no, no. I don't have someone to edit. <laughs> I don't have someone to this. I will never do it. So what right. I do is like I will do it. Allah Karim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, like, so uh, we, we know do. a few surfers who love to film. So I'm going to yeah. connect you with them. No way. We'll, oh, connect, yeah, yeah. we'll connect you with oh, them. Yeah. Oh, that would be, that and would I be think epic. I'm sure yeah. they'll find a way because your story from the desert to the… Like, yeah, come on. Man. I mean… <laughs> so how, that, how do you story. know the record's broken? I mean, what is the… What is, is, there, is there an official there to watch you? Do you need to film you doing the wave? So like the how rec- does this work? So the record in general is written 110. This is crazy. I'm not that crazy. But I'm talking about like the Arab region and the Asian. So the biggest yeah. was surf is 50 feet. Okay, uh, so for people who don't surf, that's yeah. a 50 foot wave, correct? Correct. That's like 50. Yeah. So like what, like seven story? Like yeah. So building? it's yeah. So it's like seven stories high. That's, that's higher ter- than where we're sitting right that's now. That's terrifying. <laughs> we're on the second floor right now. Mezzanine. So if you, <laughs> we're on the mezzanine. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. <laughs> All right. So man has no… Okay. So where did your fear go? Like I always ask athletes who like… Because I have fear. When I get on roller skates, I have fear. You know? Where is your fear? Fear is good. Fear fear is a fantastic thing. Because what fear does is drives you. What fear does is like actually makes you push, go crazy, go, 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 go for it. Right? So fear is good. But all you have to do is learn how to channel your fear into doing what you really like to achieve it. I'll give you an example. If now… For me, as a person, but then again, I'm different. Oh, I don't know. You're not normal. You're not we normal? Just, we, we I agree to that. Um, 
I compete better than I practice normally. Ah, yeah. but you know this about you. Yeah, you yeah. know this about your athletic performance. And until now, I get scared. If I'm, if I don't have that fear, if my if my heart is not pumping out of my body, then you won't do it. Then I know I'm not gonna do it. Then ah. I know I'm not gonna perform. Wow. I love that. So fear is good, but you need to channel your fear into your into your advantage, or like make it make it make make it make it make you go for your dream. I always believe in this, right? Like, and it's, this is what sport taught me. This is what sport sport taught me a few things, right? One, you fail, you get up and do it again. Mm. Um, you when we practice, for example, one move, I do it thousand times, and I fail nine hundred and ninety nine times. Drills are meditation. Drills. Yeah. drills are drills meditation. are meditative. Yeah, yeah, they really like, are. Yeah. So you need to learn. You need to do this. You need to you need to have that. It's like Instinct. Train and going and back and forth and following it up. Second thing it taught me is like this. We're always learning. Every day we learn something new. Even if you are improving 0.001, we're a student of life. Every single day we're learning something new. In sports, you got to learn to become mm-hmm. the best, to become a master. You got to learn. Life is the same thing. You got to learn. You got to learn who you are. You got to learn how to do your life better. You got to learn to do everything. You got to learn. You got to have… I always say this when someone teaches you, you have to be silent. You have to listen. And when I say you have to be silent, it's not just like not talk, but then not just like think of like what you're going to eat for dinner while yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you're learning something new. And then one thing is you need to have a passion. You need to have a dream. You know, like Martin Luther King, it would have been weird if he said like, I have a plan, right? <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a strategy. I have, I have a strategy. Nobody cares about your strategy. Nobody cares, Nobody about, cares your strategy. about your strategy. <laughs> they need to have a dream. You need yeah. to have that passion because what happened, and the same thing with your podcast, for example, right? Like, when you found your friends, you knew who to speak to that they would share the same passion as you are. Yeah. Because if you go to somebody else that's not into this and you say like, hey, listen, I want to do this. It's like, fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happened. I've, I've, I've been through that. Or someone like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And right? <laughs> Nothing happens. Yeah. For this podcast to be successful, all three of you have to have the same passion. All yeah. three of you have to have the same goal. All yeah. three of you have to share this because then this is where you give it. This is where you like, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. This happen, right? Same What's thing that? in life. You have to do this in life. You have to have that in life. You need to tell the people who will support you in life yes. with your idea. If you have an idea and you tell someone, this is my idea, you need to know who to tell. Because we need that validation. We do need that validation in life. But yeah. then an idea comes, you need to make it happen. Yeah. And then, let me tell you, to interrupt you, how great our friendships are. Yeah. I had an idea for a business. It was kind of dumb. <laughs> like, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but there were parts of it that were brilliant, right? Instead of my friends being like, no, nah, that's dumb, mm-hmm. whatever. They're like, open the website now. He yes. bought the website immediately on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Bought like that. Right he away. bought the yeah. link right away. He's like, set it up. Now it's on me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of friendships you yeah. need. Because if you went to somebody else and that person say like, you're crazy. What are you it's doing? Dumb. Then yeah. you, it's gonna slow you down. Yeah. It's gonna. There's. We are human being. This is a normal human like thing. Thing, right? Yeah. Like, it is. We need people validation. We need people to say like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Because so, an idea. It's an idea until you actually take the first step. Yeah, you're right. For you to take the first step, it's the hardest thing to ever do. Yeah. It is It is because then what you do is your mind. This is something normal we do, right? Like if I say like, I want to start a podcast. I don't like my voice. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, he walked in. He's like, and I don't like, like my voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I, I started a new, I started a podcast and I don't have people to help me out, right? So I do it all myself. 
And the only reason I'm not editing it is because I cannot listen to my podcast again. I just don't like my voice. I really hated it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post it the way it is. I don't care. Like people swear. People like say like, there's like people coughing. It's like, ah, I don't care. It's okay. Let's just go you for go. it, you know? Yeah. As long as I send the message. The message is there. Do That's it. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So just a, just a question. Are you afraid of dying? No, not even one bit. Not even one percent. I think… I believe in it. I believe in this. I believe in us living life. Be nice. Be humble. Leave your ego at home. Just be nice to people. And I live, I live by it. I've, I've never hurt anybody. I'm always supportive friends. I'm always that person that people come and speak to me. So if I die, I think I'm going to go to a good place. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. That's powerful, man. And but I you're still going to Paris though because we're, we're going to be… We're going. Yeah, I'm no, not, we're going to campaign I promise you. I'm not going to die before I go to Paris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, no, we're exactly. campaigning you, bro. Yeah, Don't yeah. Worry, we're getting you it. there. We're getting you there, man. <laughs> also, no, we're not going to Paris. We're going to a place called Biarritz in France. Oh my God. Bruh. The croissant there is so good. Ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, Let's do I'm this. not going to say no. <laughs> but you know, And also, I want to be there when you surf Portugal. So like, yeah. we're, like we're, when we're is that? You have to let us know. So what my plan for Portugal is we start training in November. Mm-hmm. So this year I'm going to do another 30 sports in 30 days, but I'm going to do different 30 sports than I played. So I've, I've done already 42. So 42 times 30. I don't know, I'm really bad at math. You're looking at 50, 50, <laughs> 52 sports. No. No, but no. 42 and 30, 70, 72. I'm sorry. Oh my God. We're going to be 72 yeah, by November. Yeah. Then once we're done with this, I'm going to start my, my training in November. I will have full year to train, to get ready, get my stuff. Okay, my good. So we we'll start our our point is to start in November. So Correct. we have to line up all the ducks. Yes. So that you can get we, f- filming in November. Correct. And then we're going to go surf small waves in October. Like maybe like 20 feet in October. We're going to go November around 40 feet. And then in March, we go all out. You go all so out. Go. It's my birthday. What day? Wait, wait, what day? 10th of March. Okay. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> we join the rest. So there's March 11, March yeah. 20. Like everybody is uh, March in March. March 11. Yeah. Let's go Pisces. You guys are the <laughs> same. You guys Yo. are so similar. My water Except guy. he made I it think, to the world champions. Yeah, you yeah, will. I did it. You will. I mean, you will. You're I think, working. I think you invite me to this podcast to be so we can be friends. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Only, I think that's what it is. I think, I think this is it. There's no <laughs> other. There's no, I cannot. It's the only explanation. <laughs> clearly. There's nothing. Like I don't I don't think even you're going to post this podcast. You know? No, like, we will. Nothing is being spoken out of it. The world needs to hear this, man. This is amazing. Impressive. Well, Extremely man. impressive. Uh, I'm humbled at how much you've gone through, how you your look at life. Your, your worldview yeah. is you know, fantastic. If I, I was in a… Where was, where, where, we went… Um, I, I went for a big wave surfing the other day and I ate it like… I like really like did not make it. It's on YouTube. It was everywhere, you know. So wait, wait. What, mom, when you saw… Like recently? No, it was like 2018. So there's okay. a video of you eating it. Like when you say eat it, it means like you really hit hard. Like you didn't do well no, no. at all if that I day. Say eat, uh, if I say like falling hard, I'm not making it justice. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got annihilated. Okay. Wow. So this is all over YouTube. <laughs> all over YouTube. Mm-hmm. I think it has like 100,000 fo- like watch views. So then I fall. In my mind, I said like, I need, to, I need to go back. If I don't go back, then I'll have that fear. fear. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. So I go again. I was so tired. Catch a wave. I'm done. And then we get an interview with a friend. And then my friend, we have the same story. And then he asked me a question. He's like, if you have a time machine, will you change? Yeah. Would you change mm. anything? No. I love who I am today. You will always see me smile no matter what happened in life. Because life taught me small stuff. Never, it doesn't like, matter. No way. And, yeah. and you can, like, there is nothing will happen. You're never going to see me smile. Until now, my boss at work, 
So I had to get a boss so I can pay for my for my for my for my loan, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So my boss at work goes, we get, like, had a big discussion. He was not happy. I'm really, I'm like, actually, education and work-wise, I never want an award or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as a note. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm good just at sport. <laughs> yeah. And then, we had like a big discussion. And it's like, he was super angry. Like, I did something wrong. And then two minutes later, I was like laughing, chaffing. He's like, why? You, uh, you should be upset. I was like, why? Why? You're right. I did something wrong. I'm sorry, I'm fixing it. So why would I be upset? Yeah. Done, halas, it's done, mm-hmm. over. You you told me how you feel. It's fine, you're expressing your feelings. Doesn't matter how you express your feeling. It's gone, it's all done. You told me something, I fixed it, done, said. Nothing puts me down. That's amazing. That's wonderful, bro. <laughs> so this is what I learned. I don't think I will be the same today if I haven't gone through what I've done. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. Yes, without 100%. Doubt. I can be wrong. But <laughs> I mean, let's not, no. chan- let's not chance but it. I want to see sure. you… Yeah, I want to see you like seven stories high, 50 feet. I want to see you in… It's not Paris. Where is the… Where we, Portugal. Where, Portugal. Um, no, but the in 2000… In, the oh, next the Olympics. City? What's the next Paris. City? Oh, it's well, going to be it's Paris. In, it's in, so basically, it's going to be in France. They call it Paris because they call it the same thing with Japan. They call it Tokyo because they not. call it the city. But the surfing part of it will be in Biarritz. In Biarritz. We will be there and you will be there. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share it with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.